I do not buy dreams. I sell them. Welcome to the Flagrant Take Podcast. I'm your host, Fred, and I'm going to begin this like it's a little Wayne verse. Hold on one second. Hopefully you heard the lighter. Now, typically, this is when I bring on my wife and I say, everybody, welcome Bridget to the show. Hey, but I can't do it, y'all. Um, I need a break. You know, I used to say that I needed a break from everyone, but I, I don't see a whole lot of people typically on my day to day. The people I see typically are my my two lovely children, and we'll get into them in a second, and my wife. Now, quarantine for a lot of people may be new. A lot of y'all are used to that moving and shaking of 8.30 to 5.30 and, you know, going about your business throughout the day and then returning home at the end of the day ready to relax because it's your oasis. And, hey, man, more power to you. That's phenomenal. Um, I typically was already home before this. Because, as many of you know, I would watch my daughter primarily from home. I work from home in real estate. It allows us that flexibility. I'm able to pick my son up from school every day. So it was cool. I would be able to start my day off saying goodbye to two-fourths of the house and then incrementally, you know, incrementally welcoming them back into the fold as the day went on. Excuse me. But now... Well, now there is no saying goodbye to two-fourths of the house during the day. There is <coughs> no incrementally welcoming them back into the fold as the day goes on. We are all here, together, in each other's faces, nonstop, all the time. And I am trying to find reasons to get out of the house solo, but... You know, during a pandemic, it just doesn't really fly with the wife to just say, hey, I got to go do a thing at a time where everybody should be staying away from each other. And so, uh, yeah, it that that we are always together now all the time. So much so that uh, I, I am doing this right now at uh, 9.05 a.m., so I'm going to say that about a half hour or so ago, my uh, wife woke up to tend to Kaylee and I, I, I somewhat rolled over, started stirring around and my son was laying right next to me. And it was one of those moments where it was like, you know what, this isn't ideal, but we'll, we'll manage, we'll get through this. But in this moment, just like last night, right before he went to bed and I had my arm around him on the couch and we're just chilling. I was like, you know what, this is a moment. This is a great moment that we can cherish and say, you know what? We typically wouldn't have gotten this time together. So let's make the most of it. However, he would soon get up because he heard his mother get up and then he would hear his sister upstairs. So he would get up and then briefly, I'm in the bed solo. And I try to cherish these moments because they are few and far between. My wife is probably rolling her eyes as she hears this, but trust me. They are few and far between. And so, well, as I'm laying there and I'm just trying to get the covers just right, because I promise I'm going to be getting up like I'm going to be getting up. 
And I got, you know, I got to see what needs to be tidied. I got to put food and water out for the dog. I got stuff to do, right? So in these moments where I can just kind of lay and sit and enjoy, I started noticing, man, these, these covers are wet. Like, did I spill water on them over the course of the night? Or maybe it's drool. Nah, it's drool. Somebody must have been drooling. I know sometimes I can. I can get a little loose with the snoring and, and I start to drool and all that stuff. But it's not drool. And I'm like, well, maybe it was Sean's drool, right? So I'm like, okay, I don't know. Well, I'm determined to enjoy these few moments. But then inevitably, as now I am fully awake trying to uncover this moisture mystery, I catch a whiff. I catch a smell. And well, when you've lived life, well, you just know the smell. It was pee. Our son, at some point in time, maneuvered his way down into our room. Not uncommon. Got in bed between us. Not uncommon. And slept. Not uncommon. One second. However, this time around, it's a little different. Because this time he left a surprise. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Well, let's just say that that surprise is currently being washed out of our sheets. And, you know, <coughs> pardon me. I could have gotten mad. I think I was too tired to be mad. But I just kind of looked at my wife and I said, you know, you know, Sean peed the bed. And she looked at me and just shrugged her shoulders because clearly she has other things on her mind that we may or may not get into. Hell, it's quarantine, man. So now it's just a full press on content. Might as well put it out. I got thoughts and I'm tired of talking to the people inside my house. So I'm probably going to be talking to y'all. So, um... I just realized, man, this is just where we are. This isn't even a like at first I thought this was going to be a rant. But, you know, me, man, I try to find something in everything, maybe too much. Maybe that's the Capricorn in me. Maybe that's the only child, <laughs> which is something I got to say about that, because so I thought the only child in me. But um, but nah, man. Nah, man, I, I think at this point to just get worked up and upset will be futile and it will really only be worsening the situation at hand because guess what? We got to be together. So at this point in time, man, this is going to be an exercise in patience, not just for myself, but for everybody. And I know that a lot of people are going through it. A lot of people who are used to being out moving and shaking are now home. I know a lot of people who have children and have been working their butts off trying to provide a living for said children are now stagnant. They are stopped. They are forced to be in with these little beauties and miracles of life slash hellions. And uh, just know that I'm thinking of y'all too. And, uh, you know, 
I know this is something that we'll 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 get through, man. Just honestly, if you're like me, I'm staying off of the news and Twitter like 24 seven because I feel like it's only going to be worse for your anxiety if you do so. And social media right now is starting to get boring because now we're forced to really have to see the talent of a lot of the beautiful women that some of us dads follow. But um, but anywho, we had touched on the fact that I thought this might have been a quirk of me being an only child. Yes, for 34 years in some change, I was under the belief that I was, in fact, an only child. Now, let's go through the timeline because this isn't me putting blame really on anybody. So a few Thursdays ago, uh... I'm sure I got it in my calendar book because, thankfully, I would have therapy on the calendar for that day. Uh, I, I was awoken. And I find out that I get a lot, like, I don't wake up easy. Like, a lot of my stuff, the story before to now, I I wake up to stuff. And I guess sometimes that might lead to my anxiety of why I dread going to, going to sleep, but... I'll have to unpack that somewhere else before that I unpack that here. But, you know, I awakened to a text from my uncle. Shout out to my uncle, Jeff. And he says, hey, man, hit up your dad. And for those who have listened, read or just know me at least more than five minutes, you may know that I don't really chop it up with my pops too much. Things are in a much better place than they have been recently, but I kind of want to keep it there just to ensure that things stay in a better place than they have been recently. So, um, I hit my pops up. What's going on, man? I'm worried, you know, now in my head, I'm like, oh, man, it's a health thing. Like, that's all that it could be. There's no reason why he would pass messages through the family line you know, to get to me, for me to get in touch with him. It has to be something related to health. So I'm bracing myself for something health related. Pause. Well, nothing health related, actually. He, in fact, advised that we weren't the only ones with a new addition coming. Um... Which at first brought about a lot of questions all at once, but one that I was able to get out, which was, didn't you have a procedure to ensure that wouldn't happen on your end? And to his credit, he laughed, but advised that while this edition, in fact, was new, this new edition was not a small child, like at all, uh... In fact, it was in the form of a 21-year-old young woman whose name I will not say on here out of respect. But, um, but yeah, 21-year-old sister. So, clearly, there's, there's, some, there's a story to it, as I will get into now and for the sake of time. While that shouldn't be a factor at this time, I, I'll be respectful of your time. Um, so anyway, 1999 hits, boom. Hey, my parents have long been separated. That was my first thing. All right. When did this take place? I heard the age and then I did the math. Cool. You didn't do any dirt on my mom's in regards to this story. So apparently before he met his second wife, my pops did his thing, went back home, met up with a longtime friend, yada, 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 all that good stuff. Um, 
And because the first couple of months of the announcement of pregnancy and all that stuff could get a little messy out of respect, I don't want to get into the back and forth because it really is he said, she said. But my dad was aware. Anyway, fast forward 11 or 12 years after, you know, after the yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying. And my dad comes across a picture on Facebook of a young 11, 12 year old young lady. Clearly, you can see the genes. He contacts the mom and says, hey, little one in the picture. Uh, I know you said not mine, but uh, I can't help but think she kind of looks like me. So, you know, with respect to mom, her mom gets with her husband. They determine the best thing is to wait until the young lady's 18. I do understand that. I do. I don't. I don't. Listen, like I said, in telling this story, it's not about placing blame on anybody. So the necessary time passes. Young lady's now 18. Apparently, my father, stepmother get together with an attorney. They send a letter to her just kind of explaining the situation and giving the full backstory. More than I'm giving on here out of respect to the families. And so crickets. Uh, They hear nothing. Few more years pass, and unfortunately, there is a passing in my sister's family. And I guess that is something that begins to open the door to some productive dialogue. Of course, uh, an introduction that preceded that. And, uh, you know, since then, she has carried on a text relationship with my dad. Knows all about me, apparently so, has seen pictures of the family, but I have just come into knowledge of her as of mm, going on three weeks, three weeks today, actually, and maybe two. And, you know, I've, uh, you know, at first I didn't even know what to do with that, right? Like, it's like, okay, so you have a sister who's 21. As far as you know, your dad did everything he could to be in her life, right? Like, I don't I don't fault my dad. I don't know anything I would have done differently given his position. Like, I don't think there was anything different he could do uh, in this situation. Because when he first found out that there was a child on the way, at least from what I was told, he made it a point to make it be known that he wanted to be present. Um, And then due to circumstances, that wasn't made possible. And then 11 or 12 years later, when we fast forwarded and picked up the story, you know, he reached out because he still had questions. And, um, you know, now that it's official and confirmed, that's when he felt the need to share the news with me, which I respect. And uh, since then, I've I've called and and sent a message and we've you know, she responded to the message. And I mean, I just. I don't know, man, like I don't I don't. uh, It's weird to come into a relationship that should feel more significant. But you feel so far removed from it because. 
at 34, I thought I had made all the significant relationships I was going to make. And now to have this new relationship that could that could or couldn't get off the ground, you know, I want to make sure I make myself available to providing whatever level of depth that would be necessary for it. I know a little bit about her. I know that she's a student and she's working like crazy and granted the circumstances, I think she's kind of been forced to be grounded for the time being, but she's coming into her own. Um, And, you know, I understand if she doesn't have the time for it. I'm really different when it comes to interpersonal relationships, especially with family, man. I, I, I think for fear of feeling disappointment, I try to distance myself and not to put too much sauce on it because I don't want to put these unrealistic expectations on what that relationship could be for fear that if it doesn't reach it, I'll be disappointed. But, you know, it's been an interesting past couple of weeks. (laughs) I just had that moment as I'm also trying to keep an ear out for Bridget to make sure Armageddon doesn't happen inside with our two kids while I'm out here hollering at y'all. But, um, you know, to go from finding out you have a sister to having some phenomenal things happen in my professional career. To us all being sick a week ago, to the quarantine thing, like it's, it's been a lot to unpack. And, you know, right now, Bridget's coming out right now. I knew that was happening. That's why I was keeping an ear out. So I'm going to be signing off here in a second, I'm sure. Uh, But I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Looks like we got a crisis. I knew it was coming, man. That's why I was like, I'm going to come out here, holler at y'all real quick, and then, you know, have to bust a move back inside. But thank you guys, man. I hope, again, everybody is safe. I know we left this off at a crazy point, man. I was kind of hitting my emotional bag. (laughs) But um, trust me, there's going to be more to talk about, more to unpack, man. So, yeah, you guys continue to be safe. Continue to social distance. Y'all don't need to be around each other that bad. FaceTime. Message each other over Facebook. Start a podcast if you ain't got any friends like me. Do do something else. But stay away from each other. Please. Uh, But take care. Be safe. And as always, be good to one another. Don't forget to uh, like, rate, subscribe, and comment on SoundCloud and iTunes. Y'all take care. Yeah.